live on Facebook. Also, please remember that it's not an all-share meeting, rather it's a Q&A, a question and answer for Paul H's take on the 12 steps. For details of Paul's events, his story under arrest, books, those fabulous elusive t-shirts and past event videos, check out his website, zenbitchlab.com. So to get things underway, I've selected today, we've got um, page 54, the third paragraph. Um, okay, so imagine life without faith, where nothing but pure reason, it wouldn't be life. But we believed in life, of course we did. We could not prove life in the sense that you can prove a straight line is the shortest distance between two points. Yet there it was. Could we still say the whole thing was nothing but a mass of electrons created out of nothing, meaning nothing, whirling on the destiny of nothingness? Of course we couldn't. The electrons themselves seemed more intelligent than that, at least so the chemist said. Hence we saw that reason isn't everything. Neither is reason, as most of us use it, entirely dependable, though it emanate from our best minds. What about people who proved that man could never fly? Yet we had been seen another kind of flight, a spiritual liberation from this world. People who rose above their problems. They said God made these things possible and we only smiled. We had seen spiritual release, but like to tell ourselves it wasn't true. Okay, that's the reading today. Uh, do you want to take it, Paul? Yeah, thank you, Ben. Paul, grateful member of recovery. Uh, yeah, I think that what precedes that a few paragraphs is he goes on to uh, emphasize faith as uh, an influence at all times. And so people, not a faith, meaning Christianity or something, but a force, I feel, almost like gravity or uh, one of those other four primary forces, I would say faith is one of those. And faith can move mountains, but it can also make mountains out, out of molehills, yeah? The faith is going to manifest by the vehicle it's put through. So if the faith is in the thought system or how would they talk about it as reason, but I'm, I believe that speaking about relying on the thoughts, uh, if faith is relying on thoughts, there's probably gonna be a lot of anxiety produced. Yeah, because the thoughts are always going off about yesterday and tomorrow. And because there wasn't a true, there isn't a true yesterday today and a true tomorrow, it can just riff. It can tell, have you believed that you're gonna be destitute while after you just got paid. It's just incredible. So, and that's faith really. So if there's faith in the thoughts, and the thoughts have been infected with alcoholism because the problem resides in the mind, uh, though that faith in the thoughts are gonna be really part of our downfall. That's how we get defeated by the manifestations of self because we have such a faith that the manifestations of self are ours, really. It's, uh, there would be so much different there'd be a lot of relief if resentments were resentments not my resentments if we fears were fears not my fears if problems were problems not my problems 
this sense of my is really uh, a part of that faith, yeah? We have such faith that we were the doer of everything that's ever happened through us. We can't see that something took us over, yeah? And used us for transportation and left us holding the bag, really. If I don't, if like to me, that's an incredible apt description of what it's like to live under alcoholism. Yeah, something dominates you and uses you for transportation. And you end up where most alcoholics end up, even though you think you're very unique and these are all private thoughts and private feelings, they aren't. Yeah, they're alcoholic thoughts and they're feelings generated by alcoholism. So there is a solution. And you can put it into the working steps on page 64, being convinced self manifested in various ways is what has defeated us. Now I've spoken to people many times and uh, sometimes some of them are adamant about not seeing the difference between self and us. They think self is the collective us. Uh, I don't see it that way. I see self as a mental activity, yeah? And I see it very literally, the difference that Bill W. expressed, self defeated us, meaning there's two options. There's two different things going on. There's an activity in us called self that defeats us through its manifestations, yeah? I, to me, that's a pretty clear diagnosis. Yeah. And therefore, when you enter the fourth step to start working, to do the work, why not, you know, do the work with the correct understanding? Because if you keep going into inventories with your resentments and leave with your resentments, something's missing. Yeah. There should be a, a, a diminishing of the you or the my. Yeah. And a clearer seeing of what resentment is and isn't. And one thing it isn't is yours, yeah? It's a way of looking. It's a way of looking at the past and it's, and it's a way of being blind to the present, really. So this idea of that clear direction, which is, hey, after they talk about the business inventory, they say, hey, being convinced self manifested in various ways. It sounds like this is the instructions of how to do or what to look at through the inventory. It sounds like this is the instruction, which is being convinced, which is if you're in AA and you're living sober for a while, you know that statement. Being convinced is the clincher, where the first step is mute now. You're very clear that you're not managerial quality and you know, you're powerless over a lot of things. So you need a sense of abstinence from those activities so that sleeping dog doesn't wake up because when it wakes up it's going to dominate your life again yeah so right now it's asleep let it stay asleep and to me abstinence is a space i don't know it's a lot of i don't think about alcohol or drugs ever I don't have a strong feeling about it to me that's abstinence <laughs> really it's not an effort or, or vow or something I have to work on every day. Maybe it starts that way, but I feel you, uh, I think part of the being placed in a position of neutrality is a description of abstinence, really. yeah? In that neutrality, 
there's an absence. You don't care about drinking. <laughs> you really don't, you know? You don't care when a new drug shows up. You just don't care. It's not part of a solution in your life anymore. Hallelujah, that's an incredible effect, yeah? So being convinced, is, and it's a present tense state. It, said, it didn't say, all right, after you were convinced and after you hope you get convinced, it's saying being convinced. Yeah, like you're clear now about that you're screwed, let's say, yeah. And then, all right, self, we're gonna be convinced self, yeah. See, we're not the primary player. It would have been being convinced us, yeah, but no, it's being convinced self. So self has become dominant in us, yeah. We're not us carrying around a little bit of self self has become dominant in us yeah this is the dilemma you can carry around a, a little bit of self all day it's part and parcel of the situation you wouldn't go to dinner if you don't recognize your name yeah when they call you there's a sense of self that has value but when self is dominating the us that's not living that's an interpretation of life an interpretation of life from self yeah to me, that's not living. It's what we are the living of life. Self is the, is the interpretation of life, yeah? And if the interpretation dominates the living, you're apt to fucking get loaded, yeah? You wanna feel alive. You wanna feel like you're living, yeah? Because the same old, same old just gets trotted out every day. It's like you're in a vertical coffin almost. You're just pretty much dead, but you're moving. So, so <laughs> being convinced self, what is that? Well, what does it imply? Self is probably the biggest, it's the, the most used word I'd imagine in the big book. Yeah, more than God, yeah more than grace, more than alcohol. I think it's used, it's all over the place, yeah? So what is this thing that's like the dominant topic of our book, yeah? Because, you know, being convinced self manifested in various ways is what has defeated us. So let's say self manifested in uh, Utah and I'm in California, are those manifestations gonna defeat me? No, I'm not, I'm in freaking California. As long as I'm clear, I'm in California, the manifestations of self in Utah aren't gonna catch up to me, yeah? But see, we're identified as self. So wherever we are, it manifests through us. And when it does, we claim those manifestations to be ours. That's the bondage of self, literally, really, yeah? Let's say I'm bonded to Stanley. All right, describe what that looks like, Paul. Okay, Stanley manifests through me, and when Stanley's manifestations come through Paul, Paul calls them mine. I am now in the act of being identified as Stanley, yeah? Very clear diagnosis, very clear, yeah? So there's something going on here. Why do I keep claiming something that's actually not mine, yeah? Why, what's going on, yeah? Well, something has taken over the dominant role in us, which is self. Yeah? And now we're living from that point of view. 
So when the manifestations of self happens, of course, self's going to claim them as the hits. Yeah, it's their, it's their, his kids, her kids. Yeah, of course. But we're along for the ride because we're in the act of being identified as self. We cannot recognize the difference between self and us. Yeah, this is where knowledge is necessary. Not the knowledge, not the self knowledge that avails us nothing, but knowledge of self. Because knowledge of self will avail you something. It will. It may avail you the dropping of the word my before fear harms done to others and freaking resentments. And I'll tell you, resentment and my resentment are completely different beasts. Yeah. My resentment can live for 50, 60 years off of me. Yeah. A resentment usually comes and goes. It gets forgetting, forgotten usually. Yeah. If you start flipping out at exit 23 on the highway, by time exit 27 comes, most of us would be over it. Yeah. But if exit 23, the event happens and you now immediately believe it's your resentment, you may carry it home and fucking look for this person every day on the highway for the next few weeks. Yeah. That's insane. So, yeah, being convinced self manifested in various ways is what has defeated us. So if we find ourselves in self-reliance, we're relying on that which has defeated us. What can we expect from that? More defeat. I think that's one of the underlying anxieties. We, ate, we wake up with the same old management team and we're fucking afraid we're going to get the same old shit. Yeah. Sober or not, the anxiety still thrives because we're under a shaky fucking regime, so to speak. Yeah. So we're going to look at its common manifestations if you're convinced that self has defeated you. So now we, we replace the old view with a possibility of new view. What you used to call yours is going to be seen as selves. Yeah, that's incredibly different, isn't it? So bad. therefore, the results, when you look through those glasses, are going to be different. You're going to see shit that you don't see when you look from self. You are. Yeah. Okay, so next paragraph in the big book, resentment. So resentment, it seems to me, is a manifestation of self in our lives. And it's one of the ways self defeats us. Yeah. It's not the defeat by the resentment. It's the defeat by the owning of the resentment. Yes. Yeah, that, in other words, when Stanley does something and I own it, I'll feel guilty for 30 years about Stanley's manifestation through me. Yes. But if I saw I wasn't Stanley's, I'd make the amends, I'd clean it up, I would, I would uh, be, I would be uh, clear that I don't want to act like Stanley anymore. And basically with this program, I probably would succeed quite a lot. I would stop acting like Stanley because I would be clear I'm not Stanley. Yes. You're not going to not act like self as self. <laughs> you may not be doing what you used to do, but you're surely going to be thinking like you used to think and probably acting quite a lot like you used to act. Yeah. You just won't may have the drinking and the alcohol, which is great and all that, the drugs, but in fact, you're still in a bondage of self. 
You haven't, there's no freedom there in a way. Because the bondage isn't by the alcohol and drugs. They're like tools of amplifying the whole event. It's the act of being identified as self, yeah? Paul is in the act of being identified as Stanley, yeah? So Paul needs some clarity. What's Paul's and what's Stanley's, yeah? <laughs> so we do an inventory to look at the manifestations of self in our lives, yeah? So hopefully we come out of the inventory with a very clear understanding that yes, there are resentments and fears and harms done to others, but basically they're not mine. I'm accountable for them, yeah? They happen on my watch, so to speak, but I'm not taking the rap for 40 years because I didn't do it. I was driven, like it says in the, pro, in the big book, you're driven by a hundred forms of fear, yeah? What, when you're driven somewhere, you usually get somewhere, don't you? You're driven by a hundred forms of fear. What, what does that drive you to? The, the defeat of by self through its manifestations, yeah? You're, you're having a self-imposed crisis. It's not saying you did it, a self-imposed crisis, yeah? Something has laid something on you and it knows it can smother you because it has you believing you're it, yeah? You're not getting out. That's why a lot of people in recovery came to a conclusion, self can't get out of self. Why? Because they probably tried it quite a lot. <laughs> And they finally saw the evidence that self can't get out of self. So where's the freedom from self? It's you're not in self, yeah? Us is in the act of being identified as self. Us does not become self through the act of being identified as self. It seems to be a self, but it ain't. It's always us, yeah? It never loses its usness. It just gets forgotten, really, yeah? So you're not gonna have to chase us when you see you're not self. It'll be right there. <laughs> the other option will be immediately available because it's never been gone. Yeah, it has never left. It's just been covered over. Yeah. If, you, if there was a cover and then there was something underneath it and there was a lot of shit on the cover, so you can never really get to the cover and pull it off. You were dealing with the shit that was on the cover. That's the life of active alcoholism and addiction. You can never get to the causes and conditions because the consequences are consuming your day. Yeah, there's so much shit on the cover, you can't get to under the cover. So we, we, we start living a life of sobriety so that instead of constantly making up new shit, not to deal with the old shit, we stop doing that and then we get to see the old shit, yeah? And then when we tell the truth about that, we get to the causes and conditions and that cover can be pulled, yeah? You can see the exact nature of the wrong. You're in the act of being identified as that which defeats you, yeah? Hallelujah, really, because you found it, <laughs> yeah? And it'll give you a different way of reading the book and stuff. It's not changing the book. It's actually illuminating it, yeah? 
When you see self, you don't see it as you. It's a nice feeling when it says self has defeated you instead of saying, I defeated myself. Fuck, yeah, give me a break. You see it as something foreign and therefore the possibility of being free from it becomes available, truly, really. When you see something that you're identified, which is defeating you and you see you're not that, there's the possibility you won't be defeated by it anymore. There is very strong possibility. Yeah. Very strong. So that's it. Um, the reading was on that faith. And I believe the program will shift the freight faith from the finite self to the infinite. Yeah, that's the whole point. Yes, we don't do that because while we're in the act of being identified as self, that would be construed as self trying to get out of self. So yeah, self isn't gonna build a great faith in the higher power. It's gonna reinforce its own faith in itself. Yes, so you just do what we do. Yeah, get out of the outcome business as best as possible. Practice these principles in all your affairs. If you can't do that for a time, limit the affairs. Yeah, and just let this thing work on us. Yeah, on us. Yeah, so that we can come to a clear conclusion. I'm not that. Yeah, I can be free from it. Yes. <laughs> a my resentment could go from AD to BC to AD. It can live for eons. <laughs> a resentment just comes and goes. Yeah. If you make a stupid remark or mistake, you make the amends. That's it. It's, it's not like, it's not like, uh, <laughs> yeah. So, hey, anyone? Yeah, I, faith is, is the force, really. Faith is going to manifest by the vehicle it's put in. If it's put in the vehicle of reason, like they use in the term, it's probably going to be used to defeat you. Yeah, <laughs> because that's where the problem resides, is in the mind. So having faith in the mind, isn't really that good if you're an alcoholic? <laughs> Seemingly, you'd rather have that faith somewhere else. <laughs> so, so there's a movement. You move into the, the gravitational pull of the infinite, you keep hearing the radio station K-Paul play, but you're not buying all the products it's selling anymore. You start having an immunity to that <laughs> consuming Paul all day. And now you're in a different field, yeah? And there's power there, truly. And that was our dilemma, powerlessness. There is power. And so, yeah, faith is a very important, really, I think it's everything, yeah. When people say they don't have faith, there's faith in that, yeah. There's faith in the idea I don't have faith. There's always faith is every is always before everything. <laughs> it is. Yeah. And so anyone wants to share anything. Thanks for the opportunity to riff, you know, it's very Yeah, thank you, Paul. I'm um, just checking if there's any hands. I don't think so. There's a message in chat, Jack, uh, saying that self is mentioned 41 times. 
in how it works. Uh, really? 41, apparently. That's what Jack says. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Jesus Christ. And then, and we, uh, and every time we see it, it probably registers a mistaking sense. Yeah. We, yeah. we probably believe it refers to us, but it doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, do you want to come in, Jack? Yeah. I can't unmute you. Um, sure. Hi. Hey. Hey, Paul. Great to see you. Yes. How are you, Jeff? Good. How are you? Good. Good. Uh, yeah. You know, it's uh, yeah. Uh, self has written a lot in in how it works. I think the last uh, count, if you include every derivative, meaning uh, selfishness, self-centeredness, uh, and and even the word ourselves, uh, I think it's like up to 44 times. And then uh, when you go to uh, chapter six into action, it says, we have ascertained in a rough way what the trouble is. <laughs> yes. That trouble yeah. may be ourself. <laughs> yes, so, and that rough way will be refined. Yeah. This is talking about the, the launching of recovery. The most they had was four years of sobriety. Yeah, when the book came out. So yeah, this is, it can, the, the clarity about the problem can be refined over time for sure. That's the point. What's the main pivot of the whole program is when you start losing interest in self. That's the third step on page 60 something when they're describing and one it all really pivots on losing interest in self, then you gain interest in others, then you see what you can contribute like yeah that's the requirement There's a loss of interest in self yeah. <laughs> it's not a loss of interest in you it's a loss of interest in self. Yeah. Well, Stanley. Huh? Loss of it, loss of interest in Stanley. <laughs> Whatever it works, but it's a clear moving away from something. It's a clear moving away from something. Yeah, you lose, yeah. you move away from self, and that's the establishment in the third step. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't uh, ascertain what the problem. Uh, what the trouble is until uh, I started to uh, listen to uh, you and Zen uh, bitch slap. And uh, that, that helped me ascertain the problem a lot. Great. Yeah. yeah. That's one of the, why well, it's used <laughs> a lot, the Zooms, but that was one of the intentions. Yeah. I'm just putting it out, what worked with me. Yeah, that's all. I mean, I feel I've been sober now almost 34 years and uh, it hasn't been a rough ride, tell you the truth, because I got, I mean, this is like a walk in the park compared to a day out there trying to stay loaded. I mean, Jesus Christ. <laughs> so there's a, yeah, I mean, I came to see this through the program and through grace or whatever. And then after I saw it, 
I could never unsee it. Yeah, it just became freaking obvious. And the more and more I looked at what was going on, the more and more uh, this vague uh, impression took, uh, I could see it more clearly. Yeah. And I could see it as self thing, really. I don't believe there's a self. I don't believe the parasitical movement has a parasite. It's a parasitical movement. It's not of a thing. You can't x-ray it. And I also humbly, my own opinion is alcoholism is something that affixes to self and amplifies it. Yeah. I think self, the, the bondage of self is the original condition. And then alcoholism is an amplifier of it. Yeah. I don't think alcoholism makes self. I think alcoholism uh, amplifies self. Yeah. I think self is there. The self thing is there, but it gets amplified through alcoholism. And not, not any of its quote unquote, maybe good qualities. It usually, the harsher ones get amplified, like jealousy and shit like that. Once you start drinking, you know, you're probably going to be up on charges for some fucking thing. Thinking it was your money or your girlfriend or your this or your that. <laughs> no. Yeah. 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 There's a huge freedom uh, being relieved of that. Yeah. So I feel, and it doesn't, and if you don't see it, that's fine. No, there's no, this isn't like a draft page or a, a conscription or this is we're not like breaking away from anything we're completely entrenched in the big umbrella of recovery we're just sharing one person and it's not even my view <laughs> this view came through really and people have set up the possibility that i can share it with these zooms we didn't set out on for these zooms someone else set the meetings up yeah, so we just show up and all the work's done by others, really, and then just put out the information, see if it fits for you. Yeah, and then it allows you to travel lighter, you're on to something. Yeah. If it doesn't make sense and you feel like you're, you know, you're an independent, separate island that can never be trespassed by anything and that everything that comes through you is yours 100%, Go ahead, man. Just uh, stay sober. Doesn't matter. I see it as something else. I felt something was living in me and through me that I wasn't aware of. And I felt if it wasn't the doer of everything, it was sure directing me to do a lot of shit. Yeah. <laughs> it sure seemed to have an inordinate amount of influence in my life. And when I met other people who had the same inordinate of influence, we seem to act very similar and think very similar and respond to situations very similar. So I started to see the commonality of the problem, not the uniqueness of it. Yeah. And it became clear that, you know, we're like a Ford in a fleet of Fords driven by one driver. Yeah. Which I would say the dominant one is self for us. And us has been subordinated. And I feel we can't change that equation, but the program does. Where us will be amplified sooner or later and the self will be diminished, yeah? And maybe you will find that you are what you've always been looking for. Yeah. 
He may. So, yeah, thank you, Jack, and everyone else. Thank you, Paul. Okay, we've got another raised hand, uh, Van Miles. If you want to unmute and come in. Thanks, Ben. Hi, Paul. Good to be with the group. Miles from Vancouver. Uh, interesting statement at the end there, uh, Paul. You know, St. Francis, he was a bit of a rebel as far as I understand back in the 1200s as a, as a teenager. You know, he was kicking around Assisi's and a bit of a shit disturber. And uh, one of his quotes um, is, what we are looking for is who was looking. And I think you just said that, you know, and I think you square that well with your no self message. So thanks very much for that. You know, I, I, I tried for decades um, uh, before I found the program, you know, to build a better miles and uh, was not successful. You know, it was a lot of spiritual seeking. It was a lot of stick handling and We just lost Miles. But did they? We can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you, Paul. Yeah, we've lost Miles. We've I think. Lost miles. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm back well, online. Oh, man. Thank you. Yeah, sorry about that, guys. I'll just wrap up here. You know, it, it was futile. I I kept running into this existential wall, trying to give things meaning, and it was all. A configuration of, of thought structure around this identity. It, it took the program and this community and a message like yours, Paul, thank you so much to, to really uh, have this profound identity shift. I've just found it so useful and traveling so much lighter now that there's this open space now, it seems, to a new kind of answerability. Which, which is kind of the obvious thing, which I feel a lot of people I come in contact with miss. I mean, when that switch comes on, we're fully, we're conscious, we're now in our, our waking state. It seems like I'm compelled to action. I mean, those are really the two things that I can say as a matter of direct experience that occur. <laughs> Everything else would be a story I make up after that, but the switch comes on. And there's a kind of answerability that goes along with that. So there's, there, it feels to me like there's something to do. There's something to act upon. And before this program, before this message, it, it was always this closed landscape of Miles' next thought. You know, it, there wasn't any kind of permeability to any, any kind of other option other than digging back into my past and and grasping uh of things that may or may not have worked and, and <laughs> stick handle around in that you know so anyway that's what i wanted to share paul i just wanted to acknowledge you and the group for um you know being together hearing this message and um who, who knows you know maybe there's something to to convey with those we come in relationship with down Great. the road. Thanks, Paul. I like that Canadian uh, 
the can wing. I like that. Yeah, that was good. I stayed okay. on the ice. Yeah. All right. <laughs> very much. Yeah. I feel, um, yeah, a little bit of clarity around this exact nature of the wrong goes a long way. It does. <laughs> so, anyone else? It doesn't look like it at the moment. All right. Well, everyone here is getting ready to go anyway. We're going to go to the airport. So I'm going to say goodbye. Eh? Thanks, Ben, first of all, for the running, running the show. And uh, let's see. We got Ben Miles. That was very nice. We got Walter. Walter from the Netherlands. There's Jack G in the, uh, in the parking lot again. Yeah, there he goes. It's better than in the Walmart parking lot. You got a better view. We got PK from Long Island City. There he is, the man, the legend. Yes. We got Gina. Nice to see you, Gina. Yes, she is. Looks like a nice day there. Mickey, the matriarch of all of Madeira. Yes. And maybe more. Your your influence is growing, I heard. Yeah. Stefan on having never left. Yes, there he is. Always. Roman, always a pleasure. Thank you. And uh, there's uh, Alex and Jacob. Uh, yes. Nice to see you guys. Jacob, call anytime. And Alex also, if you're up in Seattle. We'll be home tonight. We'll be around after that, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> Nanette, there she is. Nanette has been staring at this candle the whole time. Very nice. Yeah. <laughs> I should have been looking at that square the whole time. I could have entered a trance. James, James Lebowski. Yes. Yeah. He's got a whole pocket of 67 cent checks. Yeah. Just in case if he needs some half and half. The price has gone up, mother. Yeah, you may need a buck. Yeah, sorry. Ben C. And Salvation Army's closed, so you can't have a new a new change of closing to, uh, closed today. Yeah, they're not open. We got, uh, let's see. <laughs> we got David. Oh, here's, here's the source of the Zooms, David. If you have any problem with the Zooms, just bring it up to David, man. Yeah, he deserves all the resentments. <laughs> nice to see you. You're back in England now? Oh, wow. Yeah, David is, all good. Yeah. He's, he should write a little uh, travelogue. He's all over America. Yeah, you should do an article in the newspaper, an English paper. Exposing, yeah, it's like time track. It's not a pretty sight. <laughs> I'll speak to you. I'll give you a call. I'll speak later. All yeah, right. I'll be home tomorrow. We're, we're going to be busy driving. I think. All right. Whatever. Call me. Joseph, France, pleasure. There's Amy. Always nice to see Amy in Seattle. actually only you see her picture so this is a, a treat today she's moving actually yeah good 
We got Michael Stacy. He's one of the foundational pieces here. Uh, yeah, Amelia wants to talk to you about the dog. Yes, some hanky panky in the. In the future. Yeah, yeah. All right. We got Keith. Nice to meet you, Keith. If it's the first time, pleasure. There's Kelly. Hey, Kelly. How are you today? Yeah. Good. Good. Fantastic. George. Nice to see you, George, from the UK. Pleasure. Oliver. Oliver from Berlin. Yes. There's got Suzanne M. Always love to see her. Terry. Terry from Maine. Yep. We got Nina. Hey, Nina. 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 There she is. Oh, she's got the glasses on. She's outside in LA. Yeah. Yeah, see ya, hon. We got Terry, Van Miles, a uh, number of what other people are here? Logan, uh, yeah, that's as much as I can see right now. Hey, listen, have a great day, eh? Or not, it doesn't matter really. <laughs> Just have a sort of calm day, you know? <laughs> Have a day. Thanks, Bye. Paul. Everybody Thanks, else. Everybody. Yeah, we'll be here Saturday. Um, we'll be doing live at the church in Marin City, one o'clock Pacific time, and we'll be zooming. So, uh, see you guys. Bye bye.